This is Jenna. And I'm Noelle. And you're listening to More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder is not your typical true crime podcast. Join us on a weekly tour through the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our Freaky Fridays. Welcome back, listeners. Welcome. And of course, Noelle. Thank you. I <laughs> thought you forgot about me. No, never. Never, ever. I have a little smiley face after your name in my notes, too. I love me. I do. I love you. Uh, so today, listeners, it is a rainy, thunderstormy, dark day. Yeah, it's perfect for it, what yes, we have coming. Spooky things. So yeah. yeah, if you hear it, maybe you'll hear a nice thunder rumble bang yeah that'd be kind of cool you might have some sound effects yes yes maybe you can hear the rain i don't know but today i thought it's been a while since our last haunted prison mm-hmm. so let's go to a pretty infamous one today Ooh, can't wait yes so we are going to the rock which is also known as alcatraz Ooh. Oh, i have this just fascination with alcatraz i always have the thought of this Huge prison just on an island oh, I know. in the bay. Like yeah. it's just like wow. It's it's magnificent. It I is. Think. It's like it's just so mystical. It seems like yes. because there's we don't fog that near will it. roll up like in front of it. Yeah. And just oh. I'm amazed that people just get to like drive by it on their drive every day. Like, I know. When crossing. I'm like the Golden Gate Bridge. I think you can just bail. Yeah. Just see like, it. That is awesome. I would never get used to it. I don't think I'd no. always be looking at it. Being I like, would be like, I want to investigate my head. There so bad. I know. I want to. And I mean, we'll get into how you know the opening and how it works nowadays. Mm, so, cool. Yes. If you didn't guess from right now uh, that we just talked about, Alcatraz is located in the San Francisco Bay. It is on a literal rocky island. Okay. Yep. Because it was surrounded on all sides by water. And it had strong currents. It was really the perfect place to house the worst of the worst criminals. Ooh. Mm -hmm. This place is legit. Yeah. The history goes much deeper than just a federal penitentiary. So let's hop right in. Okay, let's please. All right. So history. L'histoire. Yes. So I got Spanish. Guys, here we go. Oh, and that was in French for you. I took like seventh and eighth grade Spanish. And I could have elected ninth grade, but I was not good at Spanish, so I did Your not elect. Your accent is right on point, guys. Yeah, sorry, right guys. I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> it's only like twice, so we'll, we'll get her done. <laughs> the original island was discovered in 1775 by Spanish explorer huh. Juan Manuel de Ayala. Okay. Okay. Upon the discovery, yes, yes. Ayala named the 22-acre rock La Isla de los Alcatraces. Hmm. Yes. Which that sounds... not too bad for me. I think you did good. Alcatraz, you know. Yeah. That's cool. 22... 22 my, acres. acres. 22 yes. acres of a... Of just a rock, rock island. island. That's yes. so cool. Right in the bay. It's so neat. I want to go really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. We'll get into it at the end. Okay, like, because it's not, we're gonna make because I just want to go. We're gonna make our bucket list of paranormal places we're gonna visit. Oh, hundred percent. When we're hundred percent. Yes. So this directly translates to Island of the Pelicans. Huh? Did pelicans often go over there? So it, the island itself is pretty desolate. There was nothing really there except there was like seabirds, and a lot yeah. of birds had inhabited the island. Huh. So. Yes, I think there might have been 
at that time, pelicans. I think now it's more of like your seagulls and yeah. that kind of seabird. U.S. English speakers ended up changing the name, of course, to what we now know as Alcatraz. Okay. Yeah. So it's similar. You know, you got yeah. the Alcatraz, so they just mm-hmm. kind of shortened it and made it Americanized. By the 1850s, during the height of the gold rush, the island was reserved for military use. Hmm. Yes. Okay. They believed, of course, it was the perfect location for a fort. I mean, they're not wrong, logistically. Yeah, no, I mean, it's kind of, it depends on, yeah, no, yeah, I'm not going to get into it. Anyway. I mean, they have water around yeah, them, you know. Yeah. They could get something as it's coming into the bay first. Yeah, you know, exactly. So yeah. it's protecting the bay. They had a plan to start out with 100 cannons, and they built the first functional lighthouse located on the West Coast. Oh, wow. Neat. Yes, yes. Oh, so there's the lighthouse on Alcatraz Island as well. If you look at your picture document, yes, okay. yes, you okay. can see. I definitely need to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's still standing, of course, and it's like the oldest on the West Coast. I think, I do believe I knew this. I just forgot. I really, I just need to go here so bad. I know. Everything I want to go in the lighthouse it. and I want to go in the prison. Everything about it is just so cool. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, this is a haunted episode. Ooh. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. Let's get into it. The first deaths occurred on the island in 1857 while the island was under construction. Some laborers who were excavating a roadway mm. occurred a landslide. Yes, this is oh, common actually on, on the, island. the island. If you look, there's like dirt and stuff with the rock and it's it's got its own little like habitat. Yeah, it 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 landslides. That's crazy. Uh-huh. This, I, I would never have thought that that would have landslides. Okay. I know. Really you got the water and stuff. You never know enough rain or anything over that. Anything could happen. So this buried several men, and two of these men did die. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty early on in this, this history. Yeah. Fort Alcatraz, which is what it was called, was fully equipped for military use by 1859. Okay. Of course, the start of the Civil War in 1861 had Fort Alcatraz changing course a little bit. It went from being used for defense to being used as a military prison. Oh. So it's... Okay. It starts to tension pretty early on in its history. Any civilians who were tried for treason would be housed there as well as prisoners of war. Okay. They built additions as the population grew to house more inmates. The upper and lower prisons, as they were called. The Mm -hmm. upper prison would be used for housing the inmates, and then the lower prison was used for, like, their workshops and duties and things like that. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. The lower prison was nearly destroyed in 1902 when a fire occurred. This prompted a new concrete building to be built using, of course, prison labor. Of course. Is there any other way to build a prison back in the day? Dig your own grave. Throw back to, um... Rolling hills, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I had a wood shop. Uh-huh. <laughs> In 1915, the island was renamed the, quote, Pacific Branch U.S. Disciplinary Barracks. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. pretty legit, I yeah. guess. <laughs> and, of course, with this name, it's still being used as a military prison. Yeah. But they kind of changed the objective, and they wanted more, like, education and rehabilitation for this area. Okay. Doesn't last long. I 
I'm not shocked. It never, it never does, right? <laughs> Uh, so this, at the point, was a minimum security prison. So oftentimes, inmates were allowed out and about. They'd go to work duties hmm. and only really be locked in cells at night. Okay. Which, I mean, I feel like that's prison nowadays, too. They're kind of out. They're doing their jobs or they're in the... Well, I suppose that depending on common the room. security of the... Well, yes, yes. Like, if you're in a max, you're yeah. kind of... A little, a little tighter on the A little limited. Or if you're in, like, solitary, yeah. Yeah, you're not, you know... Having a fun time. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We laugh. <laughs> We're awful. <sighs> okay. This isn't a funny prison. No, the prison is not funny. No, no, no. So, during World War One, the prison held many German POWs, as well as those who refused military service. So. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that fucked? Yeah. Someone who didn't, you know, can't do it for this, this, this reason, yeah. they could be thrown in a yeah, military prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we're going to get into the 1930s, which is the meat and potatoes. And this is when Alcatraz changes again and becomes a federal prison. Okay. Yep. So it's federal, not state. It has nothing to do with military anymore, or it still does it? Nope. No. Once nope. it switched to federal, it's it became regular exactly. prison? Yeah. Uh, well, a regular federal prison. Yeah, There's yeah. a federal, and then there's the state prison, and it's a... For regular inmates, but... Not like, getting in like there. But, yes, people. regular people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Civilians, I guess. Yeah, which yeah. I guess there might have been in... Depending on what you did in the military prison, but... Yeah. Whatever. Confusing. <laughs> so... The Alcatraz prison was a, uh, <laughs> it's okay, I just snorted, like, right before you said that. It was, like, a really loud, <laughs> this is grand, hope y'all heard it. <laughs> uh, so, the Alcatraz prison was updated and modernized with toolproof cells, and they tool added security, cells. such as, like, metal detectors. Okay. Toolproof cells. Remember that. What the hell does that even mean? It like, means I know you that can't you... get out with a tool. Yeah, but. They're toolproof. Wouldn't they? So they must have been wooden before that, where they were toolproof. Where they were. It was like concrete, like... but people could just get through the concrete. There's other ways that they can probably build it up, I guess. Get through the concrete. If you got that's a tool, cool. yeah, that's why I call it toolproof because you have to have a tool of some sort. Well, to but... get through concrete, you're gonna need like a damn jackhammer. That's a tool. How's nobody gonna hear that? Well, no, they're just <laughs> saying that they're making it just toolproof for everyone. Hands off. It's just right. toolproof. Hey. Those people in um, Danamora, that's what they used. They brought, like, saws in through the hamburger meat. <laughs> and they used it. It wasn't like a zzzz, but it was a saw. And that's how they broke out of that prison. Because apparently everybody who works there is deaf. It's just crazy. It I just get blows it. my mind. I don't get nope, it either. No, nope. and we'll get into the escape attempts, the escapades. We get into that escape. in this because... Of course, every prison people try to escape. Uh-huh. So, yeah. All right, well, let's move past my mind-blownness <laughs> and get on with it. It, of course, went from minimum security of the military prison to a maximum security. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There was a three-story cell house with four main cell blocks, A through D. Mm-hmm. Normal stuff. Mm-hmm. The warden's office, visitation room, library, and as well a barber shop. Okay. Gotta look cleanly shaven and have haircuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. The, the cells at, uh, at Alcatraz <laughs> were very simple with a bed, a desk, a wash basin, and a toilet. Okay. So just 
Yep. Your simple stuff, you know, you're you're in prison. What you would picture prison to be. Yeah, you're in prison. So the D block security one called Alcatraz, no less. So a rock. Yeah. Floating the San Francisco fucking <laughs> bay. Oh, People God. driving by on the bridge looking at you every day. Good lord, dude, imagine. And <sighs> and we'll get into it. You did not want to go to Alcatraz. It meant things. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the D block was to house the worst of the worst, and in D block, the six cells towards the end of the cell house were used for solitary, or as it's called, the hole. Okay. Why do they call it the hole? The hole or the shoe or... Yeah, yeah, just, ugh, it's awful. It really gives you a good image, I guess. <laughs> the hole. Yeah. Yeah. The main intention of Alcatraz was to house prisoners who kept causing trouble at other federal institutions. Huh. So they literally housed the worst of the worst. They were considered violent or they were constantly breaking the rules. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it wasn't even just regular violent criminals. It was violent criminals that they couldn't even be contained in, in other prisons. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Monsters. It was known as a, quote, last resort prison with no hopes of rehabilitation. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. I mean... That's pretty... Uh... They're going to do some things to hopefully keep the guys in line. I, I don't know. I don't think you can call that rehabilitation because usually that's more towards a good path of putting people right. on, you know, the right way. But, yeah. Well, with these guys being who they are, I mean, they have to... Sounds like they have to be kind of strict. You got to watch out for your back because it sounds like they can just... Saw you in it any time. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Oh, God. So, basically, with Alcatraz, it's not like you were sentenced to Alcatraz when you committed your first crime. So, you were sent there from a different federal penitentiary. It was prisoners who were acting out of turn and couldn't, oh, yeah, be handled, of course, like we basically just talked yeah. about. The main prison itself opened August 1934. So this was after they, you know, huh. got it toolproofed and modernized and, I guess, nicer than it was. I'm somewhat surprised. I, for some reason, always pictured it being a prison long ago. Like, long, long ago. Like, yeah, not 1934. I mean, it like, was. It just wasn't the prison that, that we think about, yeah. you know? Because it does have an old history, but it's not... Yeah. That's it cool. wasn't federal until, yeah, the 30s. Yeah, and it doesn't, doesn't have a long life either. No, not really. 33 to 63. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. No. So once it opened, there were 137 prisoners from Leavenworth Prison in Kansas who were transferred. Mm -hmm. Leavenworth comes into this a lot. Which, who else was at Leavenworth that we've talked about already? Carol. Carol Pantram. Yeah, we'll get into some other Leavenworth yeah fellas later on because they come to Alcatraz yeah it's Leavenworth wasn't a place for good people either. no and that's it makes sense because those people were out of turn at Leavenworth yeah. and then like holy fuck uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah so most of the prisoners were bank robbers counterfeiters and murderers gotta think it's the 30s prohibition mobsters you know organized crime is huge mm-hmm. So and it's in the West, so you're looking yeah. at people riding on horses and <laughs> <laughs> <Not in> the thirties. <laughs> hey, you never know. If thirties cars were just starting to come out, you might not have the money for a car. You're well, probably still I mean, riding a horse. Yeah, and with the cowboy hats on. Yeah, let's get on the train. You still see that. You still see that <laughs> in the freaking West right now. Yep. We saw like a whole herd and this guy was on a big horse and he was a big cowboy. He was lo- like his herd was going across the road. We had to just sit there and wait for it. I'm talking the ones that are chasing after the train because they're trying to get on the train and rob it. 
Well, yes, yes, yes. Outlaws from the 1800s. <laughs> That's what those are. Outlaws. Yes, outlaws uh, from although, 1934. Yes, yes, yes. We had like the Jesse James. Yeah, but when like when was Wild when, Bill around? That's what I was thinking. I think it was the late 1800s. Huh. I do. I think that's we should that do a era. We should do a Wild Wild West episode. Oh, fuck yeah, all day long. Of We're our doing outlaw, outlaw episode. Yes, we'll do that. The yeah. outlaws. Cool. Yeah, like why add it to the list. And, yeah, you got all those people. All oh. right, cool, cool. Now you guys know how we plan things. <laughs> In the moment, Just talking about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Alcatraz was very notorious for the brutal and inhumane conditions, and it became known as the toughest prison in America. It honestly seems like it had to be. Yeah, hundred percent. For the people usually, that were there. Yeah, yeah, you hear how we are usually set condemning mm-hmm. things like that, but if these are prisoners that are unruly at some of the worst prisons how are they supposed to be contained at this point like uh, they're trying not to in other prisons you still didn't listen i know i know i don't get it it's tough it is it is because it was it was brutal but it was like what what else behave yeah like behave out of these other prisons and you're gonna get your privileges you're gonna get stuff you're gonna have a better life in prison but when you're acting on a turn exactly you're gonna go to solitary you're not gonna have a very fun time no (sighs) anyway so due to the reputation of the inmates that were arriving at alcatraz i guess they set up a prisoner to guard ratio which was three to one Three so prisoners it was to three one prisoners guard? Three prisoners to one guard. Yeah. At first I thought I read it like three to one, three guards yeah. to one prisoner. I was like, oh, damn, that's safe as F. And then somewhere else it was like three to one, and they clarified it as guard to prisoner. So For the like, most dangerous or prisoner people. prisoner to guard, yeah. Three to one. In here. They choose... See, that's it just why shows, I don't understand. Well, it probably just shows that at other prisons there weren't those types of ratios. It was probably one guard for a population. Yeah. Yeah. So, who knows? Maybe that was enough to kind of keep them... Hopefully, they're going to be in chains. Crazy. They're not going to be just, you know... Meandering about. Exactly. Yeah. And this place is strict, so they're not just hopefully meandering about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the nice thing about Alcatraz, though, is that each prisoner had their own cell. Huh. Yeah, so it was like didn't have to share. Quite private at the time, I guess. Maybe that's a newer thing that we're doing now, so we can pack them in there tight. I was gonna say, now did it ever become overpopulated? Not really. No, they never that's really. Impressive. I didn't look and see anything throughout my research that said you know overpopulation, over rampant stuffed cells. That's no. impressive that they decided to keep it to. To we have this amount of cells and we have one person per and that's cell. why they made it so that like if you lived in California you weren't going to court and being like you're going to Alcatraz yeah. it didn't work that way right because then it gets very populated it was okay you're out of turn we're gonna look at probably your file and see if you need to go to Alcatraz yeah this is not just a general prison exactly and then there, and that's it's a good idea uh-huh. for the time it's a good yeah. idea for the time we have I'm not getting into the prison system in America I'm not doing yeah. that right now okay. <laughs> so, yes, good behavior could reward inmates with privileges, usually like work duties. It wasn't a good thing. It was like yeah. you could probably go hoe the yard. <laughs> and of Get course, your yeah, yeah. And of course, bad behavior came with harsh punishments. Mm-hmm. Yes, they didn't get any like specifics on them punishments. Oh. I think it was pretty hush hush, but yeah, they were huh. they were punished. Huh. So, prisoners were counted every half hour 
to make sure that everyone was accounted for. Yeah. They ran this place, man. We're going to get into the day-to-day life because it's structured. Huh. Okay. Okay. So prisoners would be woken at 6.30 a.m. They would first tidy their cells and wash up before they marched silently to the mess hall. After breakfast, prisoners would be given work assignments, which they would go until call for dinner. After dinner, they returned to their cells where they were locked in for the night just to wake up and do it all over the next day. Wow. Yep. Yep. Okay. Structure. That's yep. how it is now in prisons. Yeah. You have your structure. It's, in, it's supposed to be rehabilitating, I guess, mm-hmm. to have routine. Yeah, but they go crazy with routine. <laughs> I mean, I've seen people who've been to prison and they're... They're just a little different. Well, it's like the military. Yeah. You, know, it's you just, have very structured routine. And you get that way. There. And it, some things just kind of stick with you yeah. after, you know, you leave. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, said to be one of the harshest policies at Alcatraz was Warden Johnson's silence policy. Huh. Inmates were only permitted to speak during mealtimes, in the yard on Sundays, Saturdays, sorry, and for three minutes during morning or afternoon break. Wow. Other times you were quiet. You were silent. You did not talk. If you talk, you probably got sent to the hole. That's you can't not, plan shit. Not... You can't plan shit if you're not talking. I mean, unless you're writing stuff down on paper. Which they probably were because and... there was organization within here between people. We'll get into it. Yeah, but, but make, it, make it more challenging, sure. And... Honestly, if that's what's going to keep them quiet and stop them from being rowdy, which is what sent them to the uh, to this prison in the first yeah. place, that's man. I thought you were going to say like waterboarding or something. No, he's literally just telling you to shut your mouth and be yeah. quiet. But it like, said that the silence drove the men insane because you literally there were only strict little parts of the day where you could talk for probably only snippets of time. Mm-hmm. So they weren't having communication with other people. Really, it wasn't yeah. that can get daunting, especially you know if you're. They stay in solitary for a long time. You can, you know, wig the fuck out in there. Uh-huh. <sighs> so, yeah, that was said to be the harshest. Alcatraz was notorious and not a place you wanted to be sent. Once there, some, of course, did try to escape, which a lot of people thought it was impossible. Uh-huh. Cold water, strong currents surrounding the island. Sharks. <laughs> the, 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 the length of where the island is, you know, like it not an easy swim to do landslides on the island apparently yes yes it happens (laughs) Uh, so over the span of operation which was 33 to 63 alcatraz housed over 1500 prisoners these are just kind of loose numbers guys over the or sorry yes over those 1500 36 had attempted to escape Hmm. over 14 separate attempts 20 of them were captured, 7 were shot and killed, Oh wow! 2 drowned, uh-huh. and 5 were never found. Wow. Yes. Huh. So who knows? And he, it, did they drown? Were they successful? Even the people who drowned, it's kind of murky. Yeah. Because they just kind of wrote it down, like they drowned. And uh-huh. we'll get into it, because we're going into escape attempts. I've got all sorts of weird sci-fi in my head right now, and I'm like... This guy's like 30 leagues under, and he like he's got somebody waiting under there with a submarine, and he just yes, jumped yeah, off the yeah. island into the submarine and just zoomed off under the water. Like something, man. Who knows? They prisoners have a lot of time to think sometimes. Oh yeah, I say, so, especially when you can't talk all day. Yep, yep. So now we're gonna get into the escape attempts. Okay. There were many, but I covered the two that were kind of the biggest. 
and the most sensationalized. Yes, yes, okay. basically. So the first one is the Battle of Alcatraz, as they called it. Huh. It occurred between May 2nd and May 4th in 1946. Okay. It was the bloodiest escape attempt in the history of the prison. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. So we got six guys involved. Bernard Coy, Joseph Kretzer, Sam Shockley, Clarence Carnes, Marvin Hubbard, and Mirren Thompson. Okay. Okay? Yeah. After that, them by their last names. Make a list if you need to. The six men took control of the cell house by overpowering guards and gaining access to weapons and keys. So I guess their uh, three to one wasn't working out for them, huh? I'm curious as to what these men did in the very first place now. Another rabbit hole I get to go on. Yes, later. yes, because I did not go into each I'm of their curious. crimes. But I, yes, just a quick wiki search. I just want to see like because it's the worst who they of the are. worst. Yeah, you know, they had to have done. Even if they did it in prison, they they had to have done something that was like untoward. Yeah, yeah. So they plan to use the weapons and keys to escape through the recreation yard door, but pretty quickly they ran into a slight problem. They did not have the correct key for the recreational yard door. Oh, my God. So they had keys, but not to that door. Wow. Yeah. You'd think that that's one thing you'd just 1940s problems, right? Well, I guess they just got weapons and some keys, and they figured it was enough keys. I don't know. Wasn't there. (laughs) There's no way to know. They may be brutal criminals, but they're not very smart, are they? (laughs) Probably not. Anyway, so instead of just laying down and giving up, they decided to fight back. The men ended up killing two guards, which they had held hostage. Yeah, it gets bloody. Oh, how did they kill them? They just had weapons. They just probably shot them. Yeah, they just... Shot? Oh, yeah, because they just stole. Yeah. It's the 40s, too. I mean, it's probably guns that they have. Maybe clubs at this point, but either way, it wasn't a fun death. No. Three of the men, of course, decided to fight, or decided that the fight was just too much for them. They're like... Fuck this. Yeah. So Shockley, Thompson, and Carnes decided to return to their cells, giving up the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Coy, Kretzer, and Hubbard. The meanest looking ones, if you ask me. They stood their ground and continued the fight that they had started. They ended up calling in the United States Marines. Oh, my. And a big fight ensued. Holy crap, between these three prisoners and the military? End good. It doesn't end good for the three prisoners. They probably this is crazy, though. shot How? a couple guns and then they died. So, yes, um, they died. They were killed. Spoiler alert. In the midst of the fight, Kretzer Hubbard and Croy, Coy, sorry. It's a lot of C's and R's. And R's, R's yeah. Good Lord. So, yes, they did not stand a chance against the Marines. Even if they brought four Marines, they probably didn't stand much of a chance. Yeah. So, in the whole battle, battle, yes, as they call it, 17 guards and one prisoner were left wounded. Mm-hmm. From these three guys. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, it's not that impossible with school shootings. They, You know, there's one person with a gun and yeah, a million yeah. kids. Especially know? if they're holding people hostage. Yeah. They didn't, we don't know if there was, like, some type of negotiation that was going on. If you um, listen back to the Montana State Prison episode, I think that was the one. They had a big riot and an escape attempt that kind of ended the same way with the National Guard and the bazooka. That's right. So, it, who knows if there were negotiations and things like that. So, yeah. Crazy. The three surviving prisoners ended up standing trial for their part in the attempt. Shockley and Thompson were given the death penalty, 
Even though they, they, now. They were involved in the death of the two guards. Mm-hmm. This was before they went back. So they do have to have some blood on their yeah, hands. They're I know. not perfect. Yes, they went back, but, but they, they should have gone back sooner. Yeah. Okay. So they were later put to death by gas chamber. Oh. 19-year-old Carnes. 19-year-old. I was going to say this boy, this boy looks quite young on the left here. I think that's. He yeah. received a second life sentence. Mm-hmm. So he did not die. Probably, you know, his age came into effect. 19. He was, mm-hmm. he was a nugget. So, yeah, that ended the Battle of Alcatraz. Nobody escaped. Well, three died. But, yes, no one. No one was successful. The next one leaves it a little more murky on if they were successful or not. So we're jumping to July 11th, 1962. And this one is one of the most famous escapes. It was the inspiration for Clint Eastwood's movie, Escape from Alcatraz. Uh-huh. And this one involved four prisoners. Clarence Anglin, his brother John Anglin, wonder what they did, maybe they did it together. Mm-hmm. Frank Morris, and Alan Clayton West. The men made plaster heads with actual human hair, which they collected from the barbershop. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. I uh-huh. thought that looked like human hair. I yep, was like, oh, it's that human hair looks real. Human hair. This is brilliant. I'm sorry. This is How brilliant. How do they get the plaster and all this? How do they do this in prison? Who the fuck even knows? What the heck? You're, yeah, watch the movie that probably sensationalizes everything. And, yeah. And <laughs> they just have, like, materials that no one would be able to have because it's a movie. I but. should probably definitely watch this movie. But, but yes, they made... It. Don't come for me. I haven't watched it before. I watched it with my dad so many years ago, and sometimes those movies blur for me. Yeah. Like, there's well, another movie young. called Papillon, and that movie blurs with that one. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's all a mess. So, anyway... These heads were to be used as a decoy during the night counts. They would put them under the blanket, uh-huh. kind of stuck up. Blanket. Uh-huh. uh-huh, uh-huh. They would see the hair. They would count them. Guards aren't suspicious at all. That's probably why now, like I know it's a TV show, but in Orange is the New Black, they had to be standing yeah. there at mm-hmm. their cell because I bet you decoys. Well, I don't know if they did at night because this was nightly count. I don't know. Because I, I think know. they just count you at night. Maybe. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, during the day, yeah, you're out of your yeah, you're, cell. You're, yeah, standing, you're standing there. there. <laughs> so, or at huh. least in your cell, you're standing there. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, this was, they did this at night, too, which was even smarter. Uh-huh, absolutely. So, during the night, the men crept through the ventilators, which were in their cells. I don't know exactly what that looks like. Ventilators? But it's probably just, like, little things that, like, sent air flowing through from, like, natural spots, okay. just so that it didn't get stuffy. They took... Stolen spoons and widened these ventilators. Oh my god! So first of all, they're not toolproof if they can use a spoon. Dumbass! Like what? And yeah, they used a spoon. They widened it. They crept through. Unfortunately for Alan, he was too wide to fit through the hole, so he just kind of had to stay behind. Oh, no. No. Which, I don't know, maybe good for him, because I don't know the outcome. Yeah. We don't know. But once the other three had made their way to the roof, they then made it down to the water, where they disappeared into the night. Authorities believe the men drowned, but they never found bodies. And they reported it as a drowning. But who who knows? 
Did they ever search the bay? Oh, all the time, yeah. If someone went missing, they were looking for bodies. And that's the thing. They didn't find bodies, but they reported it. Yeah. And who knows how far they combed. They might have combed the whole entire... Who knows? But yeah. Someone was out there waiting for them with a boat. Uh-huh. Or something. Something had to happen. But I believe the they survived. We're going to get into it, too. At Alcatraz, maybe you got visitors, but you were cut off from the outside world. You weren't. I don't think they got phone privileges. No letters. They were literally monitoring and doctoring any letters that came on or off this island. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, huh. who knows if they even would have been able to get somebody to come bring a boat. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. Ooh, I love the mystery. It's just gone. They're but just I don't, gone. I, I want to know because I believe they made it. I believe. For I believe they, they made, made it. it too. Yeah, I believe they made it too. And I, I just wish Alan could have been with them, but yeah. he was too big to get through the hole. Maybe he wouldn't have been able to swim all that way. I and wouldn't. He probably would have. Yeah. Hell no. Although they. I mean, floating is way better when you like when you have more. I know, but the currents bones. might just be knocking them right back into the rocks. Who I knows? Know. All, three, all of them, really. Yeah. Who knows? It's, it's got. They be didn't treacherous. find anybody though, so it's like nobody, nobody, and nobody, was, no crime. There was three of them. Uh huh. You know, they had, and they didn't find one body. Not one body. Yeah. Just disappeared. Just gone. <laughs> I know. I know. Or so, you know, the question could also be. Some guard was outside at night, found him, and took care of him himself or something. And you never ne- know. Never threw yep. him into the water or something. Who you knows? Never know. Yeah. And then they just said no body because they just covered, covered it up. up. Yeah. We'll get into that too <gasps> and like the spooky stuff because there's some weird things that happen. So let's get into it because I'm really excited. Okay, so okay, 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 okay. there are a lot of other escapes. Of course, I went through the numbers a little earlier. So if you want to do your own, you know, little digging, that's fine. I did not want to be here. For yeah, this is the haunted episode, so. So, I did kind of hit, you know, couple things looser. Yeah. I don't need a three-hour episode, and neither do you. So, <laughs> next we're going to go into the notable inmates. Okay. First. So, there are, the biggest and most notable one is Al Capone. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that Al Capone was at Alcatraz. He was a mobster, of course. If you don't know that, you can listen to our Valentine's Day episode. Oh, yes. And we very go, bloody. Yeah, we go into a little bit about him. So I'm not getting into it right now. But it said that he was sent to Alcatraz because in Atlanta, he was able to reach the outside world and he was conducting business from his cell. Of course he was. So he was like putting out hits and probably, yep. you know, doing his sales. Telling his cronies what, what to do for you him. You know it. You know it. Yep. So they wanted to send him far away with no hope of reaching anybody. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Capone was also in for a rude awakening when he arrived to The Rock. <laughs> in Georgia, he was able to befriend guards. He was a charismatic man. He'd flash a smile. They knew he had money. Mm-hmm. And basically, he did what he wanted. He got special privileges, such as uncensored books and liquor. Uncensored books. I know, right? <laughs> oh. I think that's still a thing. Clemson. I could be wrong, though. Jesus. But yeah, the dude was getting liquor, too. Like, I know. He was getting anything he wanted, man. So, on arrival at Alcatraz, Warden Johnson was not having any of that. Compone. Capone. Compone. Compone. Capone. Compone. Capone, of course, immediately tried to schmooze the guards and the warden. Mm-hmm. But Warden 
put him right in his place. You said you are inmate number 85. Step back in line. Oh, not today, Capone. Nope, nope. He was... He was not having it. I guess he, like, flashed a smile, and the warden's like, I know what this fucking guy's up to. Get back. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. No day for it. He's a no-shit-taking warden. And that's perfect for Alcatraz. Yeah, you can't take shit at Alcatraz. Exactly. Or else the whole prison will be run over with all these crazy inmates. Yep, you're just, you gotta be a hard guy for that. Yeah. I guess Capone also spent some time in isolation after being stabbed by another inmate. I guess the other inmate got scissors, there was a squirmish, and then... Oh, well. He stabbed Capone. Hmm. Yes. Okay. And I guess they put, they probably both went into isolation, but Capone was definitely put into isolation after that. Yeah, for his safety. <laughs> That's or what they say. The, yeah. Or maybe so they saw the fight. You know, the other one. Who the hell knows? He's probably calling out a hit right now. Mm-hmm. So Capone did not stay the entire sentence at Alcatraz and was later moved to another facility in 1938. Huh. That's what would happen, too, if they felt like you were doing better and you didn't need to be at Alcatraz. You could be moved either back to where you were or maybe a new facility. So it does happen. I was going to say, because the whole last hope or whatever, like the final destination of yeah, it just, I was like, oh, do they just... So everybody who goes there just lives and dies in Alcatraz. It just depended mm-hmm. if you were going to change and you showed. I mean, we're going to get into this here because apparently the warden called... George Machine Gun Kelly, a model prisoner. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Which, of course, he's like, nah, I was murdering people. But the warden was like, no, he was really a good guy in, in, in my prison. So, yeah. So next we go to George Machine Gun Kelly. And uh-huh. when he came to Alcatraz, he, of course, was another notorious gangster during the Prohibition era. He had been at Leavenworth Prison in Kansas. Uh-huh. And... Yeah. Yeah, was actually quite a good prisoner while at Alcatraz. So due to this, he was returned to Leavenworth in 1950, where he died. Oh. Yeah, Yeah. so he had a little stint in Alcatraz, went right back to Leavenworth. That probably gave him some huge credentials, too, when he went back to Leavenworth. See, that's probably why he told the stories. Like, literally, as I was doing my research on him there, there was nothing. Yeah. There was nothing untoward. There wasn't any, like... Anything really violent that I read. Because he was scared. He's like, shit, this is no shit taken prison. I better keep my head down so I can get the fuck out of here. Think on the outside how many people he probably had underneath him doing all the heavy work. Yeah, and now he can't because he's in Alcatraz. Yep. So. Yep. So, yeah. It's uh, one of those pretending to be rehabilitated, but you're really not just so you can get out and keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. 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 Or... Or he just, he was scared at Alcatraz, yeah. and then he came back and was like, oh no, I did this, 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 and I killed this guy, and you know. Even like, if he didn't, still, I feel like just being like, yeah, I was at Alcatraz for such oh, and such a time. Oh, yeah. You yeah. don't even need to emphasize or make things True. up, dude, you yeah. were at Alcatraz. Like, that's, that's some street cred as it is. Apparently, which, I don't know, maybe the article was written a couple of years ago, but apparently there's still some people alive who are at Alcatraz. Oh, so. I bet there are. Because it closed in the 60s. Call me. If you were at Alcatraz, don't Please call me. Tell Email us. me. Yeah. I'll shout it out at the end, and we want to interview you. I want to know what it was like. Oh, everything. I want to hear everything. all your stories. Yeah. Everything. Okay. So, the most notable prisoner, dude even had a movie about him, uh-huh. was Robert Stroud, a.k.a. Yep. the Birdman of Alcatraz. Uh-huh. So, in my research, I didn't do research research. Like, I didn't go off on his own Wikipedia and do that stuff. The um, the history of Alcatraz.com website had their own little blog off on, on there, him. Yeah. So that's what I use. And I was actually just kind of like, oh, okay. Like his crimes were really bad, 
But, like, the Birdman part doesn't really have anything to do with Alcatraz. That was all at Leavenworth. So um, we'll get into it. So okay. it was just kind of like, oh, okay. Why is he so, like, Alcatraz? I guess it was just maybe... Because that's where he's ended up, I guess. Yeah, or died. Yeah. We'll get into it. But, yeah, it's just kind of like, I was like, oh, okay. Well, he just carried his nickname with him. I mean, they're like, it, he, oh, yeah. the Birdman. Now he's the Birdman of Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Like, and you got to think it's a little island. There probably were a lot of birds. There's probably a ton of bird shit everywhere. Yeah. Like when... I thought it was based on how this dude looks, because... He is quite even. No, we will get into it. So we will get into it. So yes, he, in 1909, Robert Shroud brutally murdered a bartender. So apparently the bartender failed to pay the sex worker who Shroud was pimping out. Yeah, you know. Why would the bartender be responsible? Oh, so the, the bartender was, okay, I understand. Was you, yes, yes. Uh, yes. Was yes. taking her company. Yes, yes, yes. I like the way you said that. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know another word for pimping out or pimp or that. Do we have that yet in culture? Because I know you use sex worker, um, but what do I do for pimp? I'm sorry. Let me know. Educate me. handler? God, that even sounds No, that worse. sounds even worse. Yeah. I haven't heard a different one for pimp yet. But if there is, email me. Yeah. I'd like to know, and I will Her use job. it in the future. Maybe that is. Who knows? So, anyway, after the murder, Stroud took the man's wallet as payment. He was arrested pretty quickly and convicted of manslaughter by 1911. I don't know why it wouldn't be murder, like first degree and manslaughter. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird with that. Sometimes they give it and sometimes premeditation. And it's like, I don't understand why. I know. It's like, oh, he did you wrong. So it's manslaughter. Like, no, I don't feel like that. No, that's like straight up cold blooded murder. If you could just all of a sudden get so angry that you stab somebody or or kill somebody, that that's. Yeah. Murder, like murder. Uh, yeah, yeah. The premeditation thing gets me annoyed. Like they should have a whole different charge. Because I get first and second is very hard. Yeah, you do have to prove that premeditation. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, if they do walk on second degree, it's like don't get too mad about it because sometimes it is really hard. Yeah, to pin somebody with that premeditation, and you don't want them to walk out either. Yeah. do you? You want them sentenced to something? I mm-hmm. hope. Anyway, um. Stroud was sent to McNeil Penitentiary in Washington State. So that's where he was sent at the beginning. Stroud was not a model inmate at McNeil, and he was noted as being violent and very difficult. Hmm. He even stabbed a fellow inmate on one occasion. I wonder how old he was in 1909 or in that time period. We'll get into he when looks he... quite old in this photo. Well, that's when he was in Alcatraz. Yeah. So he might have been a little bit... Like, probably 50s, 60s, maybe, it looks like. Unless... Yeah, so maybe he was, like, 30s, 40s yeah. when he first went in, because it was 19. We'll get to when he died, too. Okay. Um, and then if you want to do that math, go right ahead, but I'm not doing it. Oh, no, I'm not. I don't feel like <laughs> even pulling out a calculator right now. <laughs> That's how I'm not concerned yes, I am about no, it. no, no. I've got um, an age range. I know where I'm looking. I just like to picture things in my head. Yeah, I'm looking at him. I like to imagine what he might have looked like during that time. Yeah, so... This inmate that he stabbed, this awarded him transfer to Leavenworth. So I'm not sure if Leavenworth is also kind of like Alcatraz. I think you can be sent there, but I think it maybe it's probably just another sort of max security, type of but place. not like yeah. a last resort Alcatraz type. By the way, everybody, I feel like everyone needs to know this. I am sweating. <laughs> I am sweat. It is hot in here. It's humid and I'm sticky. I'm somehow not sweating. I'm very I am very warm. Maybe like, it's because you're in a leatherish chair and I'm in a camping chair that has it more It very hair. well could be. Like, I want to put my bangs back. I am sweaty. Oh my gosh. Okay. 
Yeah, the rain didn't take down any of the humidity. It seems. No, and we can't feel any of the AC in here because the noise quality. Shut. Yeah. Oh, anyway, okay. So while Stroud is at Leavenworth, he just keeps on with his violent streak. He ends up stabbing a guard to death. Oh my. He just Jeez. Just wait, he's going to escalate. So, um, for this, he's convicted of first-degree murder, and he ends up being sentenced to death by hanging. Oh, wow. But you're probably thinking, wait, what? Huh? He hasn't even been sent to Alcatraz. So, his mother, so distraught, pleads for her son's life. In 1920, President Woodrow Wilson ends up commuting his death sentence from the pleas of his mother. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. I have never heard of that happening before. A mother. Uh-huh. You know how, many, how many mothers are pleading for their children, especially I the know. innocent ones? It must have just been something about the 20s. I, I don't wow. know. But yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Next part, I bet you're all wondering where the nickname Birdman came from. Because yeah. he is known as the Birdman of Alcatraz. He used to capture them and eat them while they were alive. No. Oh. He had a very keen interest in birds. It all started while at Leavenworth. Apparently, he had found an injured bird in the yard, which spiked his fascination. I don't know if he cared for it and put it back to health or if it was too far gone. They just note this experience as starting his bird obsession. And it was especially canaries. So I don't don't ask me how this works because I don't know how it works, okay? I don't know. They just let him do it. They let him work with canaries in a cell adjacent to his own. So he would breed them. He would care for them. He was studying them. Huh. I don't know. They thought that it would be good for his rehabilitation, keep him busy. It's something that he really seemed interested in. But, yeah, he just had, like, birds that he would care for. I guess he created, like, medicines for these birds. He wrote books on these birds. That's actually really interesting. It's super interesting. They He was studying their habitats and their psychology. And his books were really highly regarded. Like, his one book on ornithology is, like, the classic in ornithology that's still, like, used to teach about these canaries. And he is doing this at Leavenworth. At Leavenworth, yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's... Yeah. That's really confusing. Like, it's just... It's, it's so strange. I know. The weirdest thing. And, but... And it's and it sucks because it's it's a redeeming quality of his. I know. That, you I know, because I'm an animal person, but I here's know. this guy who's an like, awful, awful man. He's sitting in a cell rehabilitating and raising yes. and... and like as I'm like, and he didn't even kill any of them. I thought you were gonna say it, but one day all the birds no. were dead and they were bloody everywhere. He's literally like, just studying them and writing birds, yeah, and he was like, like an ornithologist. And uh, yeah, I don't like the feelings. Yes, as I'm researching this, I'm like, he murdered, he murdered, he murdered. Yeah, remind yourself oh, that. I know he was bringing birds, and then I get to the part where he died, and I'm kind of sad. I'm like, wait. I know. Hold up, what? I know. I hate emotions. Oh, yes. He's a tricky one. Yeah. So, yeah. Apparently, because he was working on this, he was awarded a little bit of privilege. And he got some equipment that he could use. Apparently, I I guess it was to make avian type of medicine. There was, like, a medicine that he was creating and testing on the birds. But um, he was also using it to make alcohol. Jesus. 
Maybe that helps with his character. Maybe. His character development, zigzag, zigzag, all around. So, yeah. That right there awarded him his move to Alcatraz. Oh, so wow. that is what sent him to Alcatraz. That's what sent him to Alcatraz? He was, he was being, un- yeah, I mean, you can't have contraband, any, you know, he was also pretty violent, probably, but yeah. It sounded to me like he was just being all peaceful, caring for his birds. It didn't sound like after he'd killed that one other inmate. Well, that he was moved to Leavenworth for that. Yeah, but then he didn't kill anybody else. But then they're just. Gonna but also, him. you got to think that this happened in the 1920s. Alcatraz wasn't open. Yeah, Alcatraz didn't open until probably after he made the alcohol. Mm-hmm. And who knows what you could be awarded to Alcatraz for? I'm just really surprised. I'm really yeah. surprised that it was just the alcohol because when I pictured the worst of the worst being sent to Alcatraz because they're unruly, I wasn't picturing just making alcohol. Yeah, but he still is the worst of the worst. So it's probably based on your previous crimes and then yeah. any trouble that you get into while you're in prison. Yeah. And, con- I mean, that's contraband. That can sometimes be the worst thing to have in the world. That can award you extra time. Mm-hmm. No alcohol, no prison wine, guys. <laughs> toilet wine. No toilet <laughs> No toilet wine. So, yeah. So after this, he spends 17 years at Alcatraz. And he's not permitted to work with his birds while he's there. Mm-hmm. He's he's there for not rehabilitation, so nothing yeah. that's good for him. Apparently, six of those 17 years he spent in D-block segregation. Not sure what exactly he did, but they said that he, I think, he probably, in my brain, he couldn't work with his birds, so I feel like he probably started kind of reverting yeah. and kind of being violent and being unruly again. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what awarded him all of his segregation. Unfortunately, it feels like this guy's been in prison pretty much his whole life by this point. Mm -hmm. He's in in the 20s, and then this is at least, we know it opened in the 30s. Yeah, so it had been some time. Yeah, so he's already been in jail for a while. So his health started to fail, and he was spending a lot of time in the medical wing. And after that, I guess there's a medical center for prisoners in Missouri, where they can be sent to kind of have their last of life. Like a hospice prison or something. Yep, so he's sent there, and unfortunately he does die. Unfortunately. See, it's weird. It's such a weird feeling. And, um, yeah, he died of natural causes. It wasn't anything, like, murdered or anything like that. He had something going on with his body. Yes, so that's the Birdman. There is a movie... Uh, there is a lot of conflicting love and hate for this movie because they say a lot of it is very sensationalized mm-hmm. and you got to kind of take it with, with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. So if you want to watch it, I've never seen it. I didn't actually know a ton about this guy. I knew he was, I've heard yeah. of the bird man, but I never knew why I was surprised. I was like, yeah, Oh, I figured he was just on the Island and birds were landing on him or something. I was just like, picturing him killing all the birds on, on the I Island. Like pictured he like the birds loved him or something. I don't know. <laughs> so that's the bird band. We all learned something today. And now we're going to go into the decline. So by the 1960s, Alcatraz was on the decline. Many of the buildings were deteriorating and costs to run the prison were really, really, really high. Um, Apparently, sure, because it was on an island. Yeah, right? Like, you have all that to... sea salt that's probably coming in. You got birds that are probably pooping all up on everything. Well, not only that, but it's harder to have electric and electricity yep. and everything yep. just on your own little island. Uh-huh. Like, just it's everything more about expensive. it was just, yeah, just hard to run. Mm-hmm. So, Alcatraz being the most expensive to run of any federal or state prison in the country had to close down. 
They also wanted to go to more rehabilitation and education and learning and were kind of changing up the structure in prisons and jails around the country. Mm -hmm. So that was not something Alcatraz wanted or did, Mm -hmm. so they just kind of were sending it away. Attorney General Robert Kennedy... We were just talking about him. Yeah. Officially called for the closure on March 21st, 1963. Oh, okay. So it didn't have a long life. No. Like, it did, but as, like, a federal penitentiary. Yeah, for what we all think of it, it as. It didn't. Yeah. It's crazy. Huh. So, past inmates who have been, you know, interviewed or have talked about Alcatraz, they still remember the hellish conditions at Alcatraz. Suicides and murders were common, and treatment was enough to drive anyone insane. Mm-hmm. They called it Helcatraz. Oh, that's actually yeah. perfect. I yeah. Feel like that's a great. It's hell. Helcatraz. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. Huh. Yep. So the island, of course, went back to the birds after the facility closed. But in 1969, Alcatraz found its way back into the news. Ooh. Yes. In 69, so it was like just five years after it closed, really. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, according to History.com, on November 9th, 1969, a group of Native Americans led by Mohawk activist Richard Oakes occupied the island. Hmm. They claimed the land for, quote, Indians of all tribes. Oh, wow. So they felt the land was theirs, they wanted it back, and they were going to fight for it. And they were even going to put their... Tribal differences aside, because we know that mm-hmm. some, yep. you know, and had confrontation get, with each other. It does get a little... Tricky. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Mom. And if you look at your picture document, there's, like, some spray paint that says, yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. yeah, So that is from when they occupied. Mm-hmm. They had hopes of obtaining the deed to the island and establishing a university, as well as a cultural center and a museum. Oh, wow. So they wanted to give it back that to their people. Wonderful. Yeah. You know, and... Unfortunately, we fucking took everything from them, so what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. The occupation lasted a total of 19 months. They had even established a council who managed security, sanitation, daycare services, schooling, and housing for everyone while on the island. They had this beautiful plan that I'm sure they would have let people come into their museum and look around and all that and charge for it. They probably would have used the building. They probably would have just, uh, you know. Yeah, but instead we'd take it away and leave it fucking empty and do nothing. Well, it's not necessarily nothing. We'll get into it, but it's not... Yeah, I know. Yeah, I get what you you're know, saying. It's, like, yeah. it's just, give it it's to just ridiculous. Why? Just you know? give it yeah. to me. What's the harm? This was their land before it was ours. Everything. Like, ugh. Yeah. Anyways, we're not going to get into that today either. No. Nope. Go away, feelings. Yeah. So, yeah. By 1971, things did start falling apart as some of the group began to break off into, like, their own little groups and segments. And they even rose up against Richard Oakes, wanting to take their own control. So it just kind of, I don't know exactly what that entailed. There is a ton more on this, guys, and I'm sorry. This could be its own mother effing episode Mm -hmm. if I wanted to, but I do not. I mean, we've already been recording for really long, it feels like. I don't want this to be a three-hour episode. (laughs) So unfortunately, this is like the Cliff Notes version. I apologize. There is a ton of information out there, though. It is really neat. Um, so there was a forced removal by the U.S. government on June 10th in 1971, of course. We got to force them out. It didn't go as bad as it probably could have. I'll just say that. Though the true natures of the occupation was never fulfilled, apparently some negotiations did take place afterwards. 
According to an article on legendsofamerica.com, Blue Lake and 48,000 acres of land were returned to the Taos Indians. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure what Blue Lake is, but it must be this beautiful lake that once, you know, was part of their people's land. Unless you're talking about holes where, you know, it was called Green Lakes and there is no lake. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Sploosh. Camp Green Lakes. (laughs) Yep. So there was a university also established in Davis, California. And I'm not sure what this next part, like, entails. Like, did they not have one before? Because that's pretty fucked up. But it says... There was placement of Native Americans in the Bureau of Native American Affairs office in Washington, D.C. So did this exist without having anybody representing for the tribal people and Native Americans? Like, what the fuck? I have no clue because guess what? Our whitewashed history It doesn't, school, teach, doesn't us teach us anything. Exactly. So I was like, That's there's finally up, placement? Know? Or did they, like, kind of create something and put placement? That's yeah. what I'm hoping but probably not. It's probably, probably the other not. fucking way. We mm-hmm. had white people who were like, this is how we're going to dictate their lives. Yeah. <sighs> of course. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. By 1973, Alcatraz became part of the National Park Service and has been opened for tours <laughs> ever since. So it's part of like the whole Golden Gate Park. So the Golden Gate Bridge is like right there and it's a whole park. Guests can take a ferry through the bay and visit the island. There are tours. It is open. They field like a million people a year, so you can definitely go visit. I'm going. Yep, it is open. Ain't no question. When I go to California someday, that's part of my destination. Yes, yes. Um, so if anybody in California wants to like have us go live, like you know, have a live show out there, <laughs> let us know. You want to give us a Kickstarter to yeah. get out to Alcatraz <laughs> so we can give you an awesome ass haunted episode. Oh my god! For our paranormal group. Oh, anyway, so I want to get this done so we can get to the best part, which is the hauntings. Okay. There's one more fun tidbit. Apparently, every year hundreds of athletes participate in the Escape from Alcatraz triathlon. This proves that with proper training and gear, one could swim from Alcatraz and survive. That's hilarious. But it did say on History.com, which I found this tidbit, with proper gear and training, because the water's cold, man. Yeah. you got to have a wetsuit on. you probably thermal of some sort. So mm-hmm. it does prove you can swim it, but who knows if Only a prisoner if you... could just, you know, jump yeah. in the water and swim it. So, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Visitors who have visited recall the atmosphere of Alcatraz to be, quote, eerie, ghostly, and chilling. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. So, with that, let's get into what we're all waiting for. Yes, ma'am. The spooky shit. Okay. I love this. I love this. I don't know why, but I was reading this, and I was just like, whoa. Like, this is some of the most compelling crap it's nuts. So, okay, yeah. Huh. So, for this, I'm solely using an article from legendsofamerica.com. It uh-huh. had a ton of info. Like, literally, this whole entire thing was just ghost experiences and these really long stories of, like, what oh, people... Oh, oh my amazing. God, it's so cool. Are you ready? Are you yes, ready? I okay. am ready. Okay. So, staff on the island and many visitors report, of course, hearing lots of noises. They hear men's voices, whistles, clanging of metal doors, whistles, and terrifying screams. Oh, gosh. Mm. Yay. Mm. In the mess hall area of the old prison, visitors report hearing men's voices just, like, chatting. Like you would. The only time that they were really able to fucking talk, too. There are also reports of hearing a banjo strumming that was coming from the cell of Al Capone. Huh. 
I wonder if he played banjo. Well, the weirdest thing is, you were not permitted radios or instruments at Alcatraz. Yeah. At least while he was there. Uh-huh. So, I think he was, I think I did cover it. He was in a prison band in Montana or, he, or somewhere Something else. like that, yeah. I don't, it might have been the banjo that he played, but I can't remember. I'd have to look back at my notes. Sorry, guys. My brain isn't just keeping everything. No, mine doesn't anyway. It purges <laughs> after like three days. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Paranormal activity was also very rampant while the prison was open and active. These are my favorite. Guards had reported several ghostly sights, including sobbing and moaning, terrible smells, and they even reported seeing an entity with glowing eyes, which they referred to as the thing. Huh. Yeah. And this is coming from guards who worked at the prison. Yeah. Not just people visiting nowadays. Oh, so oh, I creepy. love that. Oh, it's so, like, it gets even better the more I go down. It's just, like, each story just gets better and better. 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 Yeah. It really builds. It, yeah. <laughs> Pitch perfect. So, even Warden Johnson, who famously stated he did not believe in ghosts, had some creepy encounters. Hmm. He was once with a group of tourists. I don't know how this worked, but apparently the island would host tourists from time to time. Maybe to show so the world was, it wasn't bad or something. Prison prisoners. Yeah, maybe it was just you know people probably thought it was a bad place, so maybe they opened it every now and again to let people in. Interesting. I don't know, but apparently while he was giving them the tour, they heard a distinct sound of a woman sobbing. As soon as the sobbing stopped, an icy breeze blew through the group. Now, question: yep. Was this a male-only prison, or I wonder if any women were bad I, enough at the time to ever even have been sent? There? I did not find any women in my research, okay. so I don't believe maybe Probably military, not. but I don't think any women were in Alcatraz or prior. Okay, maybe maybe someone worked there, but I didn't even find that. In my research. Probably not worked there, I would say. No. And, like, and no I don't women think... were interred there. But I like... know. And usually the prisoners do a lot of the jobs. Yeah. They keep it pretty self-sufficient. So, yeah. Yeah. A woman sobbing. Not sure. No female prisoners were ever... Nope. Maybe it was the mothers sobbing for their... Off the hinge. Who knows? Babies. Or maybe something happened year like millennia yeah, before, just true. on the island, or someone drowned. Like there might be so many stories that were never written. Yeah. Yep. So again, in the 1940s, Warden Johnson was holding a Christmas party at his quarters on the island. It said that the apparition of a man appeared. He was in a gray suit, a brimmed cap, and had big mutton chop sideburns. <laughs> the guards and attendants were all fairly spooked. All of a sudden, they felt the room go freezing cold, and the fire that had been lit in the stove went out. Wow. Yep. Wow. Right as that happened, the apparition just disappeared. Just gone. They're seeing full-bodied apparitions. Like, that gave me goosies, man. Yeah. Just standing there having a Christmas party, and bam, bam, just seeing full people. That you didn't invite. No, it, and there's more. There's more of just seeing full people. It's crazy. Guards apparently also told stories of hearing cannon blasts so loud, they would literally fall to the floor, fearing that a prisoner had, like, gotten an arsenal of some sort and was taking crap. over the prisoner. Yeah, or the prison. Hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, it was a army. Yeah. You know, they had the cannons. Yeah. 
it said that they didn't see war, so I don't think it was ever used really as an arsenal. Could have been tested, being exactly. testing your cannons. The stuff was and... there that could be a residual. Yeah. And apparently, they would just poof, fall to the ground thinking that something was happening wow, in the prison. That's yeah. Crazy. Apparently, one of the most haunted areas in the prison is D Block, and this holds the cells of the hole. In the 40s, again, a guard who was on duty in D Block reported seeing an apparition of a man who was dressed in late 1800s prison attire. Hmm. And he was just sauntering through the halls. Wow. Da, 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 da. Yep. Late 1800s prison attire. Hmm. And it was a prison at that time. Military. So the same apparition appears again, but in a truly terrifying report coming out of D-Block. The same, the same apparition? Mm-hmm. Huh, okay. So apparently there was an inmate who was taken into the hole and locked in one of the cells. As soon as the guard left the man, he started screaming, bloody murder. He stated there was a man in there with him with glowing eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. The guards, of course, passed this off. They thought, oh, he just wants to get moved. It's, it's nothing. Even though, I mean, they know this place is legit. Stupid. Yeah, they even said that there was a glowing-eyed creature. Exactly. Or There's something. So... The man screamed and screamed and screamed well into the night when, after hours, he just fell silent. When the guards went to check on the inmate the next morning, they found a grisly scene. The man was dead with a terrible expression permanently ingrained on his face. They had also found handprints around his neck. Oh my gosh. They did an autopsy report. And it was reported that the strangulation could not have been self-inflicted. Well, no, because your, your fingerprints you, and the, yeah, just, yeah. the way that it would have been. The I mean, force that might have been put uh-huh. on him, things like that. Like, uh-huh. I mean, there were people who were like, oh, it's probably just a guard, you know, da, 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 but he was something was in life. there. Yeah. Something was in there with him. And then the screaming just stops. Yeah. Wow. Dude, this place is legit. I mean, I kind of feel bad for that guy. He was scared for his most fucking life. Just wait, the story gets stranger yet. This story? Yeah. This, okay. Apparently the day after the inmate's death, the guards had lined up all the other prisoners for their count, and they kept counting an extra person. It was said to be the spirit of the deceased inmate showing up for his count. He doesn't know. He doesn't have any idea that he's dead. He thinks he's still just going to prison and now he's dressed. Yep, that's exactly what I wrote. Maybe he did not know that he had passed and was just following his daily routine. Yeah. Wow, that's that's a crazy story. Dude, it's nuts. Yeah. I've never read wow. something that crazy. I'm like, whoa. I I need to go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, some more spooky stuff. We're not done yet. Alcatraz has definitely become a hot tourist destination for history buffs and, of course, paranormal enthusiasts. Yes. Of course. Of course. Visitors who toured D-Block report severe cold spots and a sudden intense feeling upon entry. Hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Cells 12 and 14D are the most active in the block and are often 20 degrees cooler than the rest of the areas. Oh, my gosh. Uh Uh-huh. They also offer tingling sensations of the arms and hands. It's like a vibration that people have, have witnessed. Wow. That's a lot of energy. Many have also reported psychic visions coming to them. 
sometimes seeing and speaking with past inmates. And from what I gathered, it didn't sound like they were like seasoned mediums or even clairvoyant. It was just they were in there. They started feeling the tingling energy and then they just, they had this this vision. Yeah. Oh my, I want to go so bad right now. Yeah. I need to feel these things. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. yeah. I mean. Wow. That's all that haunted spooky shit. I'm sure there's, like, so much more. Oh, I'm sure. With but I'd rather people us go, go there and find out ourselves. All day long. And that place is huge, so they're probably not allowing people just to walk around by themselves, which would be stupid. I, want to. I don't know how it's set up. I think they might, though. They might, because yeah. other prisons you can just... I mean, there are some areas that are, like, locked off, but they'll yeah. like, they have, like areas where you walk through and then it takes you through like a museum experience is what I would think yeah because even like um the one plaster head is still on display there like yeah I saw that out of the blanket Uh so it is set up it It is set up like a museum so yeah yeah wow that was a good episode isn't that nuts dude I was like whoa and there's there was way more there was way more haunted stuff I could have put every bump and creak that every person had heard oh I know it's so hard when you're reading everybody's stories but some of those I was like I have to put this in I have to put that one in like that man just going into the cell and coming out just strangled by what yeah with visible handprints Uh Uh that's nuts I really enjoy we definitely gotta go to the hole yeah I really enjoy this one picture of Of it, um, let's see, the one that's, the second, the second image. Oh, the foggy one? During your whole last part of the episode, I was just, I had it zoomed yes. in, so it took up my whole, like, screen, and yep. I've just been staring at it and looking at it's it. It's just and, so creepy looking and, and eerie. Yeah, I'm looking at the, the couple different fortress houses that there are on there, uh-huh. and then the, the two different buildings for the prison itself, and then it's just... Yeah. I wonder if you can tour through all the houses on there. Literally, I'd have to spend like two days in this place because yeah, you got I think... the lighthouse, you got the two buildings, you got the <laughs> other houses. Just keep going back, fairy yes. back, fairy back, fairy back. I would back. love it. <laughs> I would just absolutely oh, love it. I know. I want to go. And, and I know, you know, Sean has mentioned like a billion times, like he said it a lot. I want to go to San Francisco. I want to see sharks. I want to see Alcatraz. I want to see yeah. sharks. I want to see Alcatraz. <laughs> you know? And, and Yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. I just wish it wasn't across our country. I just want to be able to just go Damn. there right now. Snap our fingers. Ugh, people are so fortunate. But then again, we're fortunate too. Yes, we are. I just want to be close to Alcatraz. <laughs> to something cool. So, yeah, I want to do a lockdown. I think it'd be really, like, I feel like it'd be mentally taxing to be locked down in there with how knowing know about, about it, it and the uh-huh. reports about it and just. That fear would be intense, uh-huh. especially with all the stuff, the vibrations that you feel mm-hmm. and just, yeah. And sorry if it's super dark and super long episode. It wasn't that dark. We've had uh, darker episodes. Super long. Sorry if it's super long then. You know, uh, just press play later when you get out of the car, when you're cleaning the house. Yeah, come back to it. Because yeah. I mean... We come back to stuff all the time. Exactly. Especially when we write episodes. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, the hauntings are never ending. It's, It's 
it's incredible. a really cool place. It's yeah. fucking incredible, man. It's super haunted. And of course, there was a website that said one of the haunted places in the nation. Of course. Which I believe. I can believe it. I can believe though. it. Yeah. yeah. So. All right, this is the part where we, like, wrap it up, guys. Make sure to check out the blog for all our cool pictures. You can find those at www.morethanmurderpod.com. While you're there, you can sign up and become a member. Member. Yes, you get an email and stuff when we post new episodes or blogs, and you can interact. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. After that, go find us on YouTube. Hit the bell. Subscribe. We have plans for more Snoops. Maybe one day when we get to Alcatraz, we'll have a Snoop from Alcatraz up there. Uh, You can find that at More Than Murder. Find us on our socials. We want you to follow us. You can follow us on Facebook at More Than Murder. Twitter at More Than Underscore Murder. (laughs) And Instagram at More Than Murder Pop. Yes. That's right. (laughs) We think we remember it, and then half the time we're like, uh, is that it? Last, <laughs> I did that your last episode, too. Yep. Oh, so, if you have any comments or show ideas, we'd really love to hear from you. Or if you've been to Alcatraz. Or you, I mean, we might have people who listen that have visited Alcatraz or Island. Or you were an inmate. Or in if you were to please let us interview or you. Please. know somebody. Or you were a guard. Something, yeah. I just yeah. want to interview somebody. Anybody who was at Alcatraz or worked at Alcatraz while it was active. Yes, let us know. Or email us, actually, at the Gmail, morethanmurderpod at gmail.com. Yes, sir. And lastly, we'll go on and on and on. We want you guys, and we really appreciate if you were to head over to Apple and leave us a review. Yes. We put so much work and love into these episodes, so we want to know what you think. Mm -hmm. It also helps with visibility and being discovered by others who may enjoy our content. That's right. And it helps us gain the charts so that we can keep producing content for you guys. Yes, because we we don't want to stop. We don't. So leave us a review. Make sure if you do leave us a review, send us an email with your address and all that because we want to send you merch. Yes, we do. Who doesn't love free stuff? I know, it's free. I do. Just like this podcast. I love free stuff. Free pamphlets. I got that shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Give me a pamphlet. I love a pamphlet. If it's free, I love it. All right? Leave us a review. <laughs> anyway, I'm done rambling. I'm hot. I'm going to go stand in the AC. We love you guys. Yes. See you next week. Thank you for listening as always. <sighs> yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.